Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. I'm Marshall. You can find Nick and I at the Hyperclean Specialist Group on Facebook. We're multiple of these guys that come on to the community pub, interact, and we have a great time. You can also find us on TikTok, great place that we hang out, do quite a bit of videos at a Hyperclean store. And this is the community pub. I am not drinking anything worth noting. Um, <laughs> had a little bit of a 911 right before the episode. So I just got back in from cleaning the back end of a trunk that, uh, well, my wife's car, we picked it up to the mechanic because the AC blew a line and, you know, she was without some air. Took it in and uh, he goes, hey, uh, I didn't know you guys had a gas leak. What are, you, what are you talking about? I guess there was a gas tank in the back of the trunk that got spilt over. Ooh. So I spent the last hour or so doing my best job possible out of the house. But fortunately, I did have my extractor here. Threw a bunch of chemical down, extracted, cleaned, extracted straight in so i am ready for a nice cold beer hopefully you guys have not had to deal with gasoline today cheers welcome everybody max joining us from uh, olive garden thanks so much mac for hopping in appreciate it that's pretty cool vix joining us fresh off of a nasty detail oh, lucas yeah. is always joining us with a smile on his face ready to have a beer and uh derek pleasure to see you brother oh hey what's up <laughs> All right. So I was driving today. I'm curious if you guys have a circumstance like this. You're cruising down the road and suddenly you see something flying up in the back rear view mirror. It's moving fast enough. Vic, so this was on 169, headed south. I'm going to a car wash to drop off some products that, well, it's actually as interesting as the car wash that I built in 2006. Once we sold, uh, I now service with chemicals. I've been servicing for many, many years. And so it's, it's just pretty cool. I'm driving down there to take them some chemicals. And I see this blur coming up, right? It's enough that it catches your attention because you see something moving really fast, right? We just got out of this work zone. So, you know, people are frustrated. Somebody's coming flying up and I'm like, hell yeah, this is awesome. So it was one of those little hell kitty cats, right? Comes up next to me beautiful right everything was blacked out blacked rims he had a little bit it seemed like he had a little bit lowered he had on the graphics right from the hellcat stuff beautiful black on black completely decked through you couldn't see and then you hear that sound my doors are off right so i get to chill with that really cool rumble as it goes right by and he immediately jumps over in front of me right so you you go whoa hey and it gives it a little boom, 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 boom. It's like, oh, all right, man. I see what you're doing there. I like it. I like it. I like the sound. I'm digging it. And he does it a couple times. And then suddenly he goes from the middle lane to the off ramp. But he does it at such a timed speed. And that's what he was doing. Sitting there going, boom, 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 is he got over so fast and was down the ramp before the other two people he cut off even got a chance to put on their brakes. They never even slowed down. He made such a cut and did it at such a perfect timing. I'm just sitting there applauding like, wow, that, that's a very impressive move. Curious if you guys, anything lately that you've seen that you just go, oh, wow, nicely done. Great move in traffic, 
everybody kept moving or did you see it where they get fucked up and they hit somebody? Those are always interesting. Anybody? Sound like y'all talking about me. Sound like you talk about me, Marty. That sound like me this morning. What you, Joe? What happened this morning? That's my driving. Oh, I went, I went in and out so smooth. No, I can't hear you very well, man. Come up to the mic a little. Okay, sorry. Hold on. I said, I said that sounded like me this morning. You're a wild driver. Uh, well, when I got to get somewhere, yeah. He got that new Corvette. He getting he's speed. Oh, yes. You bought that? I thought you were just cruising around in it. I'm just cruising around in it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just cruising around in it. So, yeah, that was me this morning going to work. And uh, people drive like they have nowhere to go. And the Corvette is so small now, it's like I can get in and out of traffic. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's You're it. having a little fun, are you? Well, fun. And I'm glad I got it because I got to get in and out of traffic. Yeah, it's a fun, fun, fun toy. But yeah, that's my driving this morning. Oh, good, man. Yeah. (laughs) I bet you Lucas is a free-for-all through there. But Lucas, do you ever have anybody that runs up and tries to race you or goose off with you? Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah, I I get into a lot of hijinks in traffic. Not in traffic, but you know. I try not to drive. I try to leave for work before rush hour and get home from work either before or after the afternoon rush hour because I do not like going below the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Mac, uh, joining us from Olive Garden, man. Uh, where are you at? What Olive Garden? Uh, I'm in El Paso, actually. Oh, nice. Not too far. Yeah. Just up the road yeah. from here. A couple hours. Yeah. Heat rises. Like, like, so, you know, like it's 10. quite a bit hotter up here. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a dry, it's a dry heat down here, so I know I don't get all the humidity that you guys do. Yeah, cool, man. Thanks for joining us. Are you drinking a beer there? Yeah, I got a nice little Dos Equis right here. Oh yeah, a little uh, lager with lime. You put the lime in? Got the lime in there, right there. That a boy. We like it. We like it. All right, thanks, man. All right, I want to get into something that I find to be pretty interesting. You guys play around, uh, enjoy me in this little journey that we want to take because. I had a conversation yesterday with Sean Gervais from Orbis X and we were discussing because somebody asked this question. They said, if I want to get a vehicle that's sitting in a parking lot, but I don't have the ability to talk to the customer, how can I get this car in my shop? I go, yeah, that's a really, really great question. I mean, we've all gone through parking lots. We've all pulled up at whether it's, you know, I know nobody does the mall anymore, but back in the day, you used to pull up to the mall. Vic, listen, the mall that we have, Woodland Hills Mall, is like half of what it used to be. That area oh, used to be jamming. I, I, I had a coffee shop in an abandoned mall in California. I had a coffee shop in an abandoned mall in California. Oh, yeah. Okay, so our yeah. abandoned mall, we've got a couple here. The one at 41st yeah. and Yale. I guess yeah, Carly. Promenade. Yeah, Promenade, yeah. yeah coffee shop inside of an abandoned mall interesting um so (laughs) you you probably saw pretty much a ton of cars we've all seen cars whether it's at a gas station whether it's at uh while we're driving we've always wanted to figure out how can we get that car into my orbit how can i get it to where i can work on it whether that's mobile or in a shop 
you guys ever done the old uh, business card in the side of the window? Max, Max nodding his head. Who else has done the old business card in the side of the window? I've oh, done. He's got these. I've. Oh, that's dope. I've, I've done the business card under the door before. I like, especially if you're out mobile and you got people like staring at you. I'll just walk over and put it underneath their door. So when they open the door to their house, it's gonna fall into the house and they'll see it. Cause I, I always get that guy just staring at you, watching you clean the car, and uh, you know they want to come ask you, but they're afraid to. Okay. Anybody else done the whole business card? Or Vic was holding up a flyer, a real nice brochure. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I do whatever chance bit. I get. Every chance I get, I'm very selective about the cards I leave it on. I don't want to leave it on trash cards. So yeah. every time I got the first time, yeah. So yeah. first time I saw an EV, I, I followed that guy until until I could get him a card into him. So and he was like, oh, okay. And I just started talking to him. He's like, okay, yeah, we'll set it up. And we started doing a, a, a three-year coding on it. Nice. That's awesome. Generally speaking, that Mac, you had a really great results. Most people, generally speaking, don't really have really good results with just putting a business card in somebody's car. Many times you can get run off if the security people see you or somebody complains. Sometimes you'll actually even also get a negative call and somebody will call and they're not, they're upset that they got this piece of trash, in a sense, on their car. Right. Why would you do this? Okay. So we're trying to figure out if there's a different way of doing it. Right. How can you leave something on somebody's car that doesn't piss them off, doesn't just get thrown away, but actually spark enough of their interest so that you can begin a conversation. So I said, this was a hundred thousand dollar idea. Joe clean's about to take it and run and make it a $200,000 idea. And I love it right? How can we take a car that has no way of communicating with them and bring them into our orbit? Okay. So venture with me on a couple different options and let's talk through these. Anybody ever seen uh, people with Jeeps get, uh, it's called duck, duck, Jeeps? huh? Anybody ever seen that? No doubt. What happens when you get, and you're a Jeep owner, it's this cool little culture. They do a duck and they put it on your Jeep. And they'll ride on there, duck, duck, Jeep. And some business owners that are really smart and use this not to just give away a duck, some business owners will put their name on it, okay? And you might go, okay, well, that's pretty cool. Thanks, business, for giving me this duck. But it still didn't get me to do something with that business, okay? There's also other vehicles that we can start to target with this. What about a Bronco? Right. We just had this whole discussion, which was really fun with me and Nick, Nick and I on Broncos and Jeeps. What are some other? What about a cat? We just talked about Hellcats. You know, there's there's a whole list of these different cars that you could begin to Jaguars. Right. There's all different little figurines or little things that maybe you could come up with that would fit a make of a vehicle and you go leave it on that vehicle. With what? Either one of two things. I would love to see, right? And this was the other option because let's say you got a Porsche, Mercedes, you got a real nice car, Range Rover, something. You don't want to go leave a figurine on there. Those people probably aren't into trinkets. There is a whole massive segment of people who are into trinkets. These people probably are not. So 
then you would want to get a sticker made that was one of those uh you know clear ones that are just a they're the static clings and you want to invite them whether it's the duck person or whether it's the car person that has a mercedes you want to get them to show off their vehicle and show off what they just received by having them go into a facebook page or facebook group now that can be done with a qr code or it can be with just a simple invite show off your ride at tulsa mustangs on facebook show off your ride at el paso suvs okay you could do it however specific or however general you want to go for your city but if you create this group and you begin to start putting out ways that people can come enter into the group then you can also use retargeted marketing back towards that group whether it's on facebook or whether it's using a system like Orbis X that can tie in, grab data, and begin to market in different ways towards them. So run with it. Come up with some really cool ideas of how you can put something on a car. Please don't use a regular sticker. You don't want that adhesive. Don't do a business card. That, that clear, you know, uh, that, that gets stuck to it that is just uh, by static. And if you have a, you can get a QR code made pretty easily. You can get that targeted towards a group. Now this is gonna take work, but the question was so out there that you wanna be able to look at a car, not talk to the customer and somehow get that car into your shop. That's a far-fetched goal to have, but if you follow and work hard enough through the rabbit trail that we just laid out, you begin to add, add, add multiple people to groups, multiple people to this group, retarget market to the group using data that's just collected. And it is a way that you can begin to start putting people into your orbit, into your shop or to your business through using something that you just put on your car. Beyond the different putting on a business card, that's old school, putting on, you know, something like that, right? Some new way of getting a customer to interact with your business. I believe you can do it through a Facebook group if you build it up large enough. So fun times. Uh, anybody had a, uh, a place where they go to that they see a lot of cars that they wish that they could clean? What are those places for you guys? Costco. Costco? Yeah. Costco and Sam's, Costco, Sam's. Upscale hotels, the valet. Ooh. Mm. Oh. Ruth Chris Park. There's a way that you can gym. work in with, with the valet drivers, huh? Right. I wonder if there's a spiff that you can make with some valet drivers to get you some some way of putting something in that customer's car that's not a business card, but maybe it's a piece of chocolate or something after they get back from, you know, wherever they're at, maybe. Well, all right, cooking with Nick, what's on uh, the menu tonight? I made, uh, I made some curry, used uh, some curry paste with uh, just coconut, not, you know, like the, the canned coconut milk, mm -hmm. mix it all together, let it uh, heat up, dipping it with some naan bread that I baked in the oven. Have a nice oh, little, uh, good job. Yeah. Little snack. That sounds really good. Ooh, I love me some non-bird. What's on the menu, I'm, Nick? I'm doing some kind of chipotle honey glazed shrimp. I haven't made shrimp under the broiler or in an oven before, but we're going to try it. We're going to try a recipe. I found a, a, something that looked cool and easy on, on YouTube, so we're going to give it a shot. 
Hey, cool and easy on YouTube. It's got to work, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Let's dive into our first question for today. Um, you know, last week we talked about washing, how to clean a car out in the sun. We all, multiple of us had different ways, which I found to be very, very interesting and unique. You know, from the way that different people like to approach a car in the sun, I think that's really awesome. Uh, you know, you got the car washed, you got it dried off whatever part of the detail else is being done generally for most detailers, I think glass is one of the last things that they'd go to attempt to clean. Usually yep. it's that final touch type, you know, maybe even then a final wipe down on the paint, but usually glass is one of the last ones to get touched up. So, all right, I'm going to start left to right. Mac, you just happen to be on my left. So congratulations. You get to start <laughs> us off. First time on the community pub and you get to lead us off, man. What is your process? How do you, you know, is it, you can go into, you know, I like to use foam glass cleaner instead of liquid. I like to use liquid. I like to use, I like to fold my towel a certain way. I like to use two towels. I mean, there's all kinds of different processes. So walk us through your process for cleaning glass in the heat. Absolutely. So um, I basically use an IPA solution, which is 25%. Uh, alcohol and then the rest is distilled water. And I, I have these really cool uh, auto fiber and amphibian towels. They're a double twist with the with the high pile on the other side, and um, those work really really well. Um, I I usually don't even have to hit them a second time. They they, they work really well in the sun. Okay, it sounded like there was like a dying bird back there or something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a seagull. Yeah, like yeah you, 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 you damn kids, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so no issues with streaking? No, it's like you, your shit comes out fine, huh? No issues. Yeah, you, usually, um, you know, the sun, the sun, we hit like 110, um, 105 kilo a day. Um, and I usually don't have a problem working in direct sunlight with the IPA that I use. I use, a, oh, I use a, flare, a, a flare salt bottle that helps I miss it out really well. And it, it saves and I, I just work it kind of um, in small sections at a time. That usually helps out a lot. Cool, appreciate it. Uh, I'll comment back up on that. You're, that's a big part of how you can be successful in cleaning glass. I shared on a recent TikTok about how the problem that a lot of people have when they're cleaning glass is they go and they spray their chemical too direct and they put too much on in one little spot. And many times you'll see those run lines that come down. So like you were saying, one that missed out, or I always encourage people, hey, no problem. Just move your hand while you go to spray. Just don't leave it still spraying in one spot. Just move your hand up the window or up the glass. That way you'll you'll kind of mist it around and not so much. But using something that already is misting out, great advice, man. Great tip. Lucas, uh, what about you? I know uh, you're mostly in the shop, but uh, you at one point in time were mobile. Do you, uh, you clean glass out in the heat or does it just never get that hot up there in the, uh, in the cool state? Oh, don't worry. We get plenty hot, Marty. What, 85? Uh, uh, you wish. No, we, we see mid-high 90s pretty regularly, and it's the humidity comes along with it, so it's not comfortable at, at most times. Uh, generally, my process was always just get a microfiber, uh, whatever pile. I, I never really cared that much for glass. I just used whatever new towel I had laying around. I always have, like, the aerosol foaming glass cleaners that are alcohol based uh, hit the window um 
wipe it with the first towel and then I always had like a diamond weave or a waffle weave glass towel for my secondary towel. I really like the diamond weave ones because they tend to glide over the glass real well for the final wipe without being super grabby. The, the shape of the weave makes it so that it glides over but um, picks up the streaks, leave a nice finish without being all grabby while you're trying to swipe with your second towel. Um, and the best tip I ever had was just make sure you get your first towel all the way to the edges because I've always found the number one reason why I always would get streaks with my second towel was because I didn't clean well enough with my first towel and I was picking up some grease or some lint or something that I had left with from the first towel with the second towel and that's where streaks would come from. Okay. Yeah, I, I go back and forth between liquid and aerosol, but I definitely do love some aerosol. I, we had our own aerosol glass cleaner for a while and I really enjoyed it. It was, it was fun to use. Um, I like the two towel method too. Do you, are you into folding your towels into fours? Do you keep them wide open? How do you do your towel situation? So my towel situation is my glass towel. I'll fold it into fourths. So I have a fresh top, fresh side of the towel for each part of the glass windshield split into two. Sometimes the back glass, if it's big enough and then uh, secondary towel, I'll just leave it wide open so I can just wipe without having to fold it because you know sometimes they get grabby and they just want to bunch up in your hand so I'll just wipe with my second towel no fold just wide open first towel is always folded with a fresh side okay thanks man mm -hmm. Eric so, so uh, I'm, I'm kind of oh, like with uh... oh hold on yeah sorry big Derek yeah yeah oh okay, okay. I, I thought I was talking I was like how am I echoing <laughs> so uh, I'm kind of like what uh, a lot of guys were saying with double towels, or um, I find that sometimes I have to do, if you take the microfiber um, coating blocks, like the coating uh, microfiber blocks and stuff, sometimes I'll spray my cleaner on the actual block itself. And then I'll use that to kind of box out the glass. And that will do like the heavier scrubbing to kind of scrub all the glass down. So once you, then you come in with your first towel to get all that residue off. Cause I, I find that a lot of times that will get the majority of the grease or the grime off the windshield. Then do one more spray and then I'll come in at my second towel. And I use the diamond towels like Lucas was saying because um, I had some other towels and they tended to bunch up. And then if you didn't clean them right, they'd leave lint. And then there was a couple cars where it looked clean. And then you pull it outside and you just see lint marks all up and down the front windshield. You're like, God damn. And then you got to jump back in the car and then customers come to pick up the vehicle and you're going. So then I started doing the box technique especially on the cars where people like vape in them or something and they get like that residue that forms on the glass kind of just box everything out use your diamond towels and usually you're okay but i i like to get the sprays i've tried a few of the aerosols and uh, i gotta get back into it but i've been using just the regular just spray grass glass cleaner um i'm glad you mentioned that about kind of scrubbing i used to know a guy that i mean he would scrub pad with like you know there's not SOS, but those green or, or white little scrub pads, yeah. similar to the way tinners, right? Mm -hmm. Tinners will use that when they go to clean glass. They use it to scrub and make sure they get everything off. I know a guy that that's the way his process was, man. He always scrubbed down the glass first. I did a, uh, it was an infinity where the outside glass was so nasty that I had to use. The, it was a blue, like uh, non-abrasive scrub pad. And the only way you could get it clean was you'd feel it coming off. And it was like, I was, I, and the lady was like so surprised when she came. She's like, oh, yeah, we can never clean the windshield. And that was because it was just whatever road film or whatever it was, it was so caked on there that it was like, if you want to go rub your towel, it would just feel like the towel would just start bunched up like crazy. 
So then I had to use a scrub pad to scrub the glass and it came off and lady was like, wow, it's so clean. And I'm like, it was bad. I don't know what was on there. Uh, you know what? Well, now that you mentioned that, I think I'm going to be curious. I'm going to probably play with and try is the, uh, you know, using the new scrub monster yes, on glass. I wonder that one side that's got the, you know, that it would be interesting. I listen, scrub monster, super fun. Uh, you know, scrub pads, they've really grown in the industry, which was just cool, but you know, some of them are just so small and like they just barely even fit in your hand. You know, that's the cool thing about the monster. Like, I mean, that's a big old boy. <laughs> steel wool works awesome on glass too. Triple lot. Lot, quadruple yeah, single lot. Steel yeah, single yep. lot. Yep. Yeah, double yep. lot. Yeah, everybody go get some single lot steel wool and go scrub that glass. Let's see how it goes. Uh... <laughs> Lucas, man, oh. you got to correct me. You got to correct me here. I said quadruple zero. Four yeah, zeros. You got to make sure there's four zeros on it. Four zero. <laughs> Marty said, I'm like, whoa, whoa, no, no, please don't do that. Yeah, like, please don't do a single, double, or triple. I think somebody said triple, and that's even pushing it a little bit. Like, Yeah, you need the one with four zeros if you're going to try steel wool, but that, that shit will get whatever you need off the glass in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love steel wool on the outside windshield for uh, watermarks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if they're real bad, even if, like, uh, the water spot removers or like the vinegar doesn't take it off or like some of the wheel cleaners i've used that before too yeah well, i've done it at the same time right you could take a, an acid-based cleaner and scrub it with steel wool into that windshield and many times that'll help get those water spots off i also use right, uh, big... glass polish sometimes oh do what mac i also use uh, glass polish sometimes yes okay. i was gonna say i was gonna say i, I some of the glass polishes are pretty good to get a lot of them off all right, Vic, what's your process here out of the sunny state of Oklahoma uh, inside the most amazing city in the United States of America, Tulsa, Oklahoma? Center of the universe, man. Center of the universe, literally. Have you been yet? Have you been to the oh, center yeah. of the universe? Yep. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's a yeah. sight for sure. Yeah. Towards All right, man. Center of the universe. It's hot here. <laughs> what, uh, what's your process for cleaning glass? Um, so... If it's just like a regular package, we'll just use an IPA. Um, and then if it's real dirty, we'll use a magic eraser. But um, like on the inside, like we had this real bad smokers one. But actually, we did try out this, uh, the scrub monster with it because we the magic eraser got eaten up for what we wanted to use it for. So we, we did have that scrub monster, and we just put some IPA on there and on the window with that microfiber side, and it worked really good. What about the other the, the white side? Uh, we didn't try with the white. I don't think it would have worked with the white side just because it's mm. a little softer, grainier. Yeah, it probably would have, but I don't want to get the white side all black. Yeah, <laughs> good move. Good move. Yeah, good move. Because I did it on bugs, right? A cool video of doing it on bugs, and it just pulls them all out. But then, literally, you can't like that now. Scrub Monster will always be used for bugs or the outside. Like I mean, it, I've washed it, but it just it doesn't matter. Like it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good call. Good call. Yeah, but if it's like our. You know, higher level package, we'll use slit on the glass. Okay, why do you why do you define it between packages? I don't know, just because you know, have a little bit of a glossier glass for the uh, for like the higher level package. Okay, okay, makes sense. That makes sense. Cool. All right, Joe Clean. I know you don't do glass, you don't do cleaning windows, but if you're gonna get into car washing, you're gonna have to learn how to clean some glass. Man, class is my favorite thing to do in detailing. 
Oh, it is. There we go. Oh, yeah, man. Here we go. Oh, Let's go. Oh, Cleaning. Oh. Yeah. I can clean any glass in any vehicle except the back glass in any car. I can't stand the back glass. Back Cause it's all, glass. It's almost like I'm the oh. only one. You Yo. know, when I do the car, I'm the only one that ever touched someone's back glass. And it's like, I should have just left it alone. Tesla, man. Those are horrible. <laughs> the worst. Well, no, well, the Tesla's got the windshield all the way up half the damn yeah. car. Exactly. You know what bugs me the most is when you're cleaning either a windshield or a back glass and it gets down to that last, like, inch and a half that's too tight to even slip a towel in Dad. you do your best but it's real dirty and then you go outside and you can see the nice solid line. line of grime you just can't touch <laughs> you like, guys gotta oh. get that as seen on tv glass cleaning stick they sell it really? like, oh. apparently it's, it's quick and easy you sell mm -hmm. that there got hell no hell no <laughs> Dude, Derek's got to sit right next to his knee pads. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, boy. I got oh, I got I coming in tomorrow. I'm excited. <laughs> so, yeah. So, my favorite thing is glass windows in a car. Um, I use my all my towels I use are the mark members or member marks from Sam's Club. Oh, yeah. I buy, I buy them by the bulk. I actually just bought 10 of them for $14 and they gave me $2 off. So I was happy. You hear me? So I got 10 Ooh. packs of those. So what I do is I use the sprayway, which is what I got from Sam's Club too. You spend $7 and they give you four cans in a pack. And I bought eight of those today. And I will foam depending on how bad the windows are. Like if it's a smoker or something like that, you can tell by looking at it. It, you can tell by actually looking at the rear view mirror how bad the windshield is, okay? So the rear view mirror and the windshield, I fog all of that up heavy if, if it's thick. And then I square it and I just, I just go through it, just rubbing it, rubbing it, rubbing it, rubbing it because I pick up most of the grease and the smoke inside that towel. And then when I you say it. you square it, does that mean you square your towel or what do you mean? Yeah, and eight. Okay. Uh, yeah, my towels, I fold it in, in my square and I rub it. I mean... I can soggy up that towel all I want to on one side. And then I flip it. And I'm doing the whole windshield, by the way, from the passenger side or the driver's side. So if I'm on the driver's side, I use my left hand. If I'm on the passenger side, I use my right hand. And I reach all the way over to the driver's side, use my back hand. I mean, yeah, like my palm of my hand like this. And I just work my way towards me. And I always look at a light. Like, say, for instance, if I don't care any light in anywhere, whether it's the sun or street light, depending on the time of the night. I would use that light to look through the glass to see if I see any like smears. And that's how I catch my smears. So that's why I love windows so much. And I come out with a perfect window every time. And then when it looks perfect, I would still walk outside and look through the front windshield. That's how I see my corners and my edges. That's where I really see my corners and edges. So every that's my time, thing. Joe, you've never every left one little streak ever. I, but my motto is I guarantee clean or it's free. And I've yet to hear anybody. That's Whoa. my motto. Oh, Whoa. you gotta get a shirt that says that. Free. You gotta get a shirt that says that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I to. promise you. Look at my website. I think it's on there. I guarantee Cleaner is free. I'm looking right now. Yeah. So <laughs> we just don't, don't know, know if you've missed one or if they just didn't complain. We don't know. I, I, I don't know, but again, I'm a type of person. I don't leave something until it's done. I'm serious, and if I'm too tired, I won't touch it. But if I do something, 
Man, I've, I've touched over 38,000 cars in my 13 years of detailing. I added them all up. I have yet to have a complaint about a window or anything else except they thought they should have got a shampoo with my price. And I'm like, no, we discussed this and here's the checklist. That's the only type of discrepancies that <laughs> Dude, you're a lucky man. Those people, Damn, people in Florida no. don't have great vision. I tell you, luck, is, luck is for leprechaun, my man. Luck is for, I'm not great. Oh, Joe, <laughs> pull up the list going. Excuse me, sir. You signed off. Mm -mm. No, no, Get it's out. not a. It's not a sign off. It's more of um, you know, I got my my website tells you in this package it comes with wipe down this and blah 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 blah. It says fuel door in this package, but no fuel door in this package. It says no door jams in this package. I look, pick your package. That's all you want to pay. So, here or there. That's why we just <laughs> we just do one package for the interior, man. Because we had a lot of a lot of problems with that. Like people would think it would come with shampoo and stuff. I, but it like it has everything on there on the website. Yep. Obviously, you know humans don't like to read. So. No, they don't. You know, <laughs> no, they don't. We, yeah, we would finish the detail, and they're like, "Oh, you guys are going to shampoo that." We're like, "Well, the package you got doesn't come with that." So now we just have yeah. one, just one single package for the interior. You either want it with shampooing, or you like, yeah, get an interior detail. That's what I did because like, I had the complaints. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't have them kind of problems. I look, I'm straight up. This is what you get. Those Florida like, people, man. Because <laughs> people will try to get you, man. So I'm, I look them right in the eye and I tell them, look, and I make everything that I do, I try to make an impression. So you're going to remember that I said X, Y, Z. Now, if you don't want to pay for it, you can't hold me against it. And in this stuff be 90% verbal. So I got multiple packages. My packages, I don't even have all my packages written down, but I will a la carte you up to about $5,000 if we are. Because right now I got a car doing the interior for $600. And that's me. Uh, I, I end up taking out the seats just because I didn't see a stain and I end up taking out the seats. But I'm glad I told them $599, okay, to do the interior. Then I'm going to charge them another 100 to wash the outside and put some slick on the outside. So again, they know what they are getting, but I say it right up front. And no cool. checklist for that, but this was verbal. Cool. cool. Yeah. All right, Kevin, what about you, brother? You got glass to clean. It's hot out. What is your process for cleaning glass? Oh, hold on, man. We're going to have to unmute you. Hold on. Hold on. You're talking. Hold on. Unmute. Oh, there you go. There we go. I was going to say, Joe's a rude boy. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Guan? Jamaican rude boy. Yeah, rude boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, I classic, classic two towel method. Nothing fancy. Um, I love spray away. Glass. So I love spray away as an aerosol and then slick. Keep it real simple. You know. It does the job. Uh, streaks, I, I can't say I'm, I'm perfect like Joe by any means, but, uh, you know, get the job done. Me neither, man. That, that's what I'm saying, man. I, I, I struggle with glass. I, I try multiple. I don't actually, I don't think that you can use the same process for every single glass. Yeah. You've got, you got so many things that gas off that front windshield between, we've already talked about vapor or smoke. We've talked about, I mean, Yep. I think there's cars that just have so many different ways that that glass is going to come clean. 
I struggle myself. I and mean, anytime I do the same thing, I always try and find the sun. I try and find lights. If I'm in somebody's garage, I try and whatever I can to look through the glass, but I'm, I'm with you, Kevin, man. I, sometimes I struggle with glass. I think it's tough. Yeah. You know, it's always that, that step away and you're like, Oh, right there. And it just mm -hmm. keeps sometimes. And you're like, Oh, geez. You know, um, then you got to like start from the beginning. If it gets real bad, use some vinegar and maybe some steam with it. But, you know, uh, I try to keep it as simple as possible. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. You know? <laughs> That's awesome. All right, cooking with Nick. What about you, man? You got glass to clean. How's your process? What do you do? So my theory is, like, use as much liquid as possible without spraying it. And use as close to water as you can get. So I'll use a really heavily diluted chemical. I don't use like a, a, like Sona's invisible glass. I don't use Sprayway. I've used it before, but it's not my preference. <clears throat> we use Meguiar's glass cleaner 10 to 1. So it's okay. almost entirely water. And what I'll do is we have, we have one of those dilution machines where you press a button and it gives you your, your pre-mix out. So I'll take a, a, a Terry Weave rag, say like, the closest to it would be like Rag Company, Angela 365. Take one of those and soak it throughout until it's like soaked through as if you submerge it in water. And I'll wring it till it's damp and I'll scrub that window with it. And I mean like go to town like I'm like it's almost like a scrub pad. Scrub it, get in the corners and do that. Um, that way I'm not dripping everywhere because it's rained out and I'm not spraying everywhere because it's all in that rag. So I'll scrub it with that rag. And then I'll just dry that up with a blue, like one of those waffle weave, regular run-of-the-mill towels or a diamond weave that doesn't lint. And it's mint every time. You got a lot of liquid on the panel, but not a lot of liquid everywhere else. So mm. you can, yeah, can kind of like dwell it for a little bit. You don't have to, you know, worry about it drying that much in the sun because you got a lot of liquid on it. Um, and you're using that to scrub everywhere. So it's, it's kind of like the best of both worlds. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm not too far with you off on uh, when I'm doing a rinseless wash. That's the way I like to clean my windows. I'll just grab, I've got eco one in the rinseless bucket. Uh, I'll grab our, um, you know, <laughs> new towel, the versatile, which I'm using for the rinseless wash. And then I'll just go through and do the inside windows too. And then okay, I'll um... use our either the perfect glass towel or, you know, the, the, the new orange crush that we came out with is incredible with it too. And I'll use one of those to come over to get that last part of it. I did a recent video doing it with, um, with doing, you know, our versatile as a rinseless and then coming back with the perfect glass towel. And there's, it's streak free. It's incredible. I I'm with you, man. I think that's a cool process. One thing I'll also do is I, I wash my hands before I do any glass whatsoever. If I'm wearing gloves, I'm going to either get a new pair of gloves or if I'm going barehanded, I'm going to wash my hands as well as I can before that. Cause I don't want any degreaser oils, any APC residue, any, anything like that on my hand. I want it as clean as I can humanly get it. Yeah. Or even skin oils, right? I mean, there's plenty of people exactly. that have skin oils uh, or they put oils on their body, you know, to, to, to not be dried. Like me, I've always got oil, right? Like my face, I used to have bad acne. So I've still got oil and I'll still have acne. Like it's crazy. So you're right, man. Great point. Cause that could get on your hands. And when you go to wipe, Boy, oils on the, the glass is not fun to get off. So no, great little tip. Great little tip. All right. Hey, Nick, uh, 
glad to see you hopping on. I know you, we've been chatting offline. I know you, your business is starting to, to get defined out. I think I've even seen some videos you got in pictures. You've been cleaning some more motorcycles. What about for you and glass, man? What, what do you do as your process for glass? Oh, hey, man, you're uh, sorry. You're on mute. Yeah. There we go. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, just a couple microfiber towels, two-towel method, and I, I've been using that slick. It seems to do pretty good without too much streaking, but I'm probably about like you, just about as good as I get it. and Probably not as good as Joe Clean there getting everything. <laughs> <laughs> not too many people that can be Joe. Yeah, I gotta get enough. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate it, man. It looks like you're uh, chilling out underneath the gazebo, enjoying the night. Yeah, I picked up a couple of those uh, perfect glass towels you're selling now, so I'll see how those work when I get a chance to use it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, looks like we got another guest on tonight, but it's just listed as iPhone. Who's our new guest that just hopped in? Is that me? Yes, sir. Mr. Corey Asher. How are you? Oh, hey, Corey. What's up, working, man? Working, feel like I uh, jump in and listen to you guys. I'm just laying some X spell down. But uh, just want to pop in and say hi. Mm, so what's your thoughts on the whole X spell announcement? Uh, X spell makes a good film. I'm just going to keep it at that. So I'm going to still lay it down and we'll just move forward. If when the time comes to change, that's it. <laughs> uh, I've never gotten into that, any of it. So I don't, I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't, so I'm just yeah. curious what people think. Yeah, I'm still using it. So cool. Cool. All right. So you got glass to clean. It's hot. Uh, what's your process? How do you do it? So I've got our glass cleaner. One rag, and then second bottle is alcohol and water distilled. Usually, second rag, and it's it's golden. So, generic right, so glass cleaner for. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. What's your glass cleaner? Do you go with like a liquid or is it aerosol? What do you do? Yeah, liquid spray bottle. I'll do a little spinaroo uh, here. See. Liquid spray bottle. You spray it onto the glass, and you take one towel, and you do what? We got glass one. Then we got glass two, 50% alcohol, 50% water, and then glass towels, just two of them. Okay, so you use the same type of towel, and this is what's interesting because there's been multiple people that use a, a dual towel method, but they switch up the towels. It looked like you have right. the same towel. So same, same towel, just two products. So actual glass cleaner and then 50% ISO, usually 70% or 90 and then the rest distilled water and that alcohol and distilled water really gets that streak free hundred percent. Okay, cool. Yeah. This is what's That's fun about community, right? Like everybody's got their own processes. Everybody's got their own way of doing it. And yeah. like I said, uh, some people switch up towels and use the same clean, but you're switching up cleaners and using the same towel. So That's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah. Works good. Yeah. What's your spray pattern like? How do you how do you apply it? Just mist, mist the whole thing. Some people like to drench it. I just light light mist. The two towels with the alcohol really flashes off nice. Hmm. All right, well, I appreciate it. All right, yeah. so one more question. I'd love to know your guys' input on your process and how you do it. Now, not everybody puts down dressing, and I get it. But if you do. 
Have you ever tried to apply dressing on a hot dash in the middle of summer? It ain't fun. It ain't fun at all. Those streaks, and it's a streak that looks like a change of color on that dash, especially if you got a dark dash. Boy, and then you're having to rub and work that out because it dried too much, and maybe that little bit of silicone is is giving a little sheen versus the other. So you got to put some more sheen over here. Then you got to massage it all back together. There's sometimes I've had to put on dressing four to five times to get it to level itself out. Dressing's not fun in the summer and on a hot dash. So anybody else put down dressing on dashes and have a pattern or a process that they found works really good? Vic? Oh, no, no, not lately. <laughs> Vic's no Derek, I think, had his hand up. Derek, what about you, man? What's your process for pine dressing? So I am still the maniac where I will mix. I I, I don't I know it's not uniform, but I, I do mix mine some of my interior cleaner with uh, ultra dress, and I will mix it mostly cleaner with a little bit of ultra dress. Kind of I don't really have an exact dilution, but um, I find that it flashes off even in the intense heat. I mean, we did a um I did a test last weekend. And even spraying, it was 100 degrees you know, last weekend. It was hot. And, like, it was a black car, black interior. So, like, as we're spraying in there, you go to wipe over up the towel. And I should have took a video of it, but you could literally watch all just kind of just – it would start, like you said, darker in some sections. But as it dried, just dried out to come one uniform, nice and, like, not too dark, but, like, perfect. And I had no streaks. And same with the leather. It was fine. So – but that's what I do. But uh, I have applied, like, like you said, like, the older like traditional um like uh dressings that you could get like the almost like the lotions and you put it on and then you go to i always close it like I'm, i go to look at the car and i'm like what the hell happened to the dash and like you're looking at that one spot and i thought i always when i was first started i always thought i messed something up and i'm like oh man so i come over to the cleaner and you're like, oh. then like i said you do it three or four times and eventually it looks good hmm. that's hilarious anybody else ever mess with dashes and put on some dressing mac yeah, I use, I actually use another Flaresol bottle. Um, and I use a leather nourish and a, uh, and a Flaresol bottle, and I use one of those little red U, uh, UFO foam pads just to level Ooh. it out, and it's uh, self-leveling, so it works out really well. Um, I, I use it on seats, dashes, door panels, and everything like that. Okay, cool. Appreciate it. Joe Clean, yeah. are you a dressing kind of guy? I bet you yeah. do, man. You like the good dressing? I yeah, got a, I got a I Tacoma. Am. The person that I told you I'm charging a $5.99, I end up dressing the dash and the doors. And what I use, I use that same members mark towel. And I, I drench, like when I say I drench my um, towel, like I lay it down and I spray it. I just miss the whole towel, make it like wet, wet. And then I would go across like the door panels and stuff like that. Like I let all down the windows. But when I do the windshield, like if I'm doing a dashboard, I will wet it up just on one side of the square really, 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 really good and keep where my palm is at dry as possible. And then I run it right up against the window area where the window comes with the dash so I don't get it mostly on the glass. And then I go ham from there and finish in the dashboard. But <laughs> my, my rag wet is I don't know what. You can actually wring out the dressing out of my, out of my towel for how I do my my dashboards when it's you know, hot. I'm so glad you said that because you are 100 correct on this. This is a Joe Clean 100. <laughs> dressing, 
Are on you? a glass window <laughs> oh. and then having to reclean it. Mm-hmm. Oh, ain't happening. <laughs> ain't happening, Joe Clean. Ain't no way you're getting that streak free, huh? I always start there, bro. Before I do yeah. anything, start there. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. That it's anybody ever sprayed dressing up on a dash and then they yes. got it down at that little part? Oh, you go, yeah. God damn it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that ain't coming out streak free. You could yeah. sit there for three hours scrubbing it back off. Yeah, we had a new guy the other day, Marty. He grabs uh, the dressing, sprays it on the outside of the, of the glass. <laughs> no. Dude, it took forever to get that. Does, glass he, does, he no longer work, does he no longer work for you? No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I had to ask. I had to ask. I've no, never I mean, had somebody spray dressing on the glass, but I hmm. did have a kid. Joe, if you get into car washing, it was at my car wash in our detail shop. And he told me we didn't need to, I think I've shared this story before. We didn't need to wax anymore because he had just sprayed tire shine all over the paint and it was glossy. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. um, Why don't you never do that again? First of all. And then he attempted to argue with me. I said, listen, man, don't ever do that ever again. Okay. Run it back through the wash because we got to get all the shit off now. Wow. That night, <laughs> not <anything> special, Marty. <laughs> the high high end protection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. So Joe, I'm glad you mentioned that. That's that's true. If you get some dressing on some front windshield, especially as we talked about, trying to stretch into that bottom past couple inches, Lucas. I think you were talking about like. And if you got dressing down there and then you're trying to do it, well, mm-hmm. you can flip that towel and fold it and put it on your fingers so that you can press up and you can do everything you can. But boy, that's extremely difficult to get those streaks back out. All right. Anybody else put dressing on dashes? Kevin, okay. you a dressing guy? No, not on dashes. No. On uh, you know, like the door kick panels, maybe. When they're, you know, because that's usually the scuffed up part on the interior. I'll hit that real quick, but nothing serious. Okay. I think uh, I think if we're watching right now, Corey's actually putting dressing all over that door right now. Oh, there he oh. is. Hey, what's up, Corey? He was testing it out to see how it worked. Dressing little, on the door. Tire, tire shine slip, you know? Yeah. Uh, no tire shine that me. door. I, I, I like, see it. Yeah, I like a nice, clean, matte finish. No, No dressing for me. All right. Yeah, it, it goes back and forth. I know there's some people that, that like a good high shine and some people don't like yeah, no. any shine at all. I'm sort of that mad guy myself. You know, it's I like old, to once I put some dressing people. on, I like to rub it back out. Yeah. yeah, it's the old people for me. Like like the lady that came in with her husband, they're like in their 60s and they're like hood. So if it's not shining, it, it means it's not clean. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things like like right now, I have a Honda Honda Fit in there as well, and I'm charging this lady a grand to do her car, right? But I am going, to, am I am going to polish? I'm going to do a one step polish with a coating inside of it, give her one year. So I get, I call it my 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 overhaul, my used car overhaul. I charge a thousand dollars for that. Um, but this particular case, I have to shine the dashboards because the way the car came in for her to see the clean, basically. I kind of pick up that from her because she asked me, will this be shiny? 
uh, will this was this look blah blah blah. So I'm gonna shine the hell out of it, and I'm gonna do that. But the Tacoma, they didn't ask me, but I can tell by the price that I gave them, I have to make a difference versus just walking down with them. Derek, I, I can't tell if you're trying to raise the roof over no, there or no, what you're doing. I, I, I have a question, Joe. I have a question. Yeah. Yeah. So, how, how old is this lady? The the lady and the husband, they got to be in their 60s. And they, they're like, it's got to be shiny. Yeah. This to one, see the queen. Yeah. In order to see the queen, some people got to be shiny, man. And I don't, I don't, I don't know. It, Does they yeah. ask for wax? Um, yeah, she asked me. She was the only people asking for wax. Oh, Joe said, I got that ceramic wax. So yeah. I got yeah. you. Mm. She wanted, she's like, well, it's $5.99 for the inside, but what would you charge me for the outside? Because I told her, I looked at it and I said, well, it's $50. I do my regular wash, shine and the tires. She was like, well, how much you put a wax? I was going to tell her 75, but then I told her, look, just give me a hundred dollars even and I will wash it, and I'll put it like, uh, you know, I said, I, I told her I just put some protection on the outside is what I told her. I said gotcha. the word protection. I never said wax or whatever the case may be, but I was going to use that. But again, I can use anything on the outside at this point. You know, I just need something to beat up for her for a little bit, and that's all I need. Yeah, Vic, we had that discussion Perfect. recently about wax. You get people that call you and say, hey, how much for a wax? It's always older. <laughs> like, there are, oh. like, there was... Are you going to put some wax on it? <laughs> <laughs> Always. I kid you not. It's either an old man or an old woman. They're like, you're going to put some wax on that? I tell you what. No. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I swear. And then, we're, you know, we try to tell them, well, you know, we don't use, they, they, they normally ask for a hand wax. It's weird. They, like all the old people, like they sound like they're at least 65, you know, like they get a senior discount at Denny's. And uh, and they're always like, no, you guys are gonna, you guys are gonna do a hand wax. I'm like, well, you know, you know, sir, we don't, we don't, we don't do hand waxes, but you know, we, we apply a sealant on there. It's a, you know, a little bit more durable than a wax. They're like, okay, as long as it's shiny, I want it shiny. <laughs> we hand apply a slick, so. Yeah, but yeah, we, yeah, we. I don't know what it is, but they, a lot of people ask for hand waxes. Hey, okay. Marty. I, I don't want to, I don't know how much time we have left, but it's something that irked my nerve today where this guy called in and he started asking me, what kind of coatings you use? Do you use IGL? Do you XO? And, oh. I need to, and, and it's like, do you want a coating or not? Like he calls my office, talks to my wife for like 20 or so minutes, told me to call him because he needs to speak with the detailer. I call him at an odd hour. He wasn't prepared to have a conversation at the time. But when he had free time, he had all the time in the world. So I caught him off guard, called him tomorrow at four o'clock. I called him at four o'clock today on the dot. And, oh, I'll call you back. Man, look, yeah, you're wasting my time. There's no need for me and you to talk because you know how people look for that hype moment so they can sit there and try to tell you as a detailer what you should be using and how to yep. use it and all this other stuff. Yep. And I told him, I was like, we're not a good fit. He was like, well, I had three cars for you to coat. That's all I wanted. You know what? Lose my number. And I'm sitting there like, I almost sent back some some emojis, but I hit him with the 10-4. And then he got pissed. And then I came back. And then I came back with the 10-4 again. Like, I don't have anything. Sounds sounds like Joe Clean. It sounds like, I mean, I think Vic, you you joined in with Orbit Sex. Like, Joe Clean, have you looked at some type of like customer messaging yeah. platform or you, you know some you know way what? that you can just your customers can just 
be automated in a sense to where you've got something that's buffering you? I think that might help you quite a bit, Vic. What do you think? No, I don't have I don't have problems with that. I, I have my my wife answers the phone very professionally. She sets appointments. So out of out of just say a hundred or so cars I have in, in the within a three week span or whatever the case may be. I don't have those issues. It's just when these people call, oh, what kind of coding? And then my wife, she don't know how to answer those questions because she can care less. You understand? So, it's those particular customers. Yeah. Joe, you clean six cars a day? I, I clean about 10 cars to sometimes more a day. You yourself, by yourself, your own hands, clean 10 um, cars a day. For the last three weeks, Marty, I used to do 26 cars a day, Marty. That's all by yourself. All by myself. I told you 38,000 cars. I counted on my anniversary of May 5th, counting 10 cars a day, only five days a week. I used to work sometimes seven days a week up until one o'clock in the morning, Marty. Hey, Joe, you want to drive a Tesla? Marty, no, I do not. I work till midnight in the night, so I know what you're talking about, Joe. Now the work ethic that I have, I've changed my prices and I slowed down on washes. Um, so there's a lot of washes. That's a okay. lot of washes. A I used to charge $35 to wash a car. And that's how I can show you old pictures, man. When I made videos, I had like 20 something cars in line one time on my video saying it's me by myself. And I was doing it. Yeah, so that's it why years. you want to go back into car washing then, right? But you see the volume, you see how you could just do simple Little yeah. easy cleanings and make a lot more money. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the machine. I'm an express guy. I'm an yeah. express guy. That's why I had to learn how to clean windows. All the two and three towels, I'm not knocking anybody, but I don't have that kind of time. And I've learned how to do things in a very efficient way to where I could do a car in like a half hour or sometimes an hour. I'm not shampooing carpets by all no means, but I, that car's just drying. Dude, I dry. love express cleanings. 100%, yeah. man. We do it all day long, right? I'm a huge fan of express cleanings. Yeah, my 160s are express cleanings to me. That's when I charge neat. 164, that's considered express cleaning for me. I just tell them it's wax, and I use a spray form while the car is wet. Joe, what? And are you Tampa? I can't. I can't remember. Yeah, are you Tampa? Tampa. I'm Tampa. Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah how, is Tampa a tough area? What's Tampa like? Trying to get in detailing in Tampa. It's easy, man. I got a man. People are popping up every summer. Like right now, I'm I'm training a guy in my shop who has his own detailing company and he just started like not even a month or so ago. Like people just come up with names and they start a business. That's it's saturated, man. That's why my Tennessee move is like needed for me. Yes. Yeah, so it's not easy. It's, it's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people there. It's easy. Okay. It's easy for me because I know how to talk. I know how to speak for myself, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But overall, the so, market's pretty fat, yeah, right? Like, there's a lot of people there. Maybe we'd say it's slim, right? Because there's so many detailers. There's a lot, right? Like, I mean, yeah. to do the, you've gone in a direction that makes it to where you can get more of the volume aspect. But if somebody wants to go to Tampa and do a very high end shop or something like that, you might be a little bit more tougher, right? No. High-end shop is it sets you you set yourself apart with the high-end shop, but just popping up as a mobile detailer, you're just like everybody else. But to actually have a facility and you have lights and you have color on the wall and a logo, and your address is on the door, you set yourself apart. 
that way. Okay. Cool. Lucas has got his hand up. What's up, Lucas? Yeah, uh, I got a question about the car wash industry. So in the last week or two near me, there's a one of those self-serve, you know, either swipe your card or put the coins in and wash it yourself and you have a time limit. One of those came up for sale near me recently. And I'm just wondering uh, if you've ever had any experience with that or know someone that's had experience in it and what kind of, uh, if you know anybody that's successful off it or just kind of what your thoughts are on that kind of deal. Cause I never really thought about it until I saw it pop up for sale. And I was like, I was just a little curious about it. Curious about a self-serve wash? Yeah, so it's like a car wash, but it's one of the ones where, you know, you four, five, six, seven bays and people mm-hmm. pull their cars in. You got the foam mm-hmm. and brush and the pressure washer with mm-hmm. all the oh, different yeah. soap oh, selections and yeah. you pay for your time. And so, I don't know. I don't know how profitable they are, but one popped up for sale. And I've heard, you know, you know, obviously on TikTok, there's a lot of people that have them. They're like, oh, yeah, I made four thousand dollars this week in quarters. And I don't know if I buy that, but, you know, I'd, yep. Don't nope. know if you have any. That's what of- I was going to say. So the tough part about those washes is most of those dudes don't really keep good records. Um, and most of them are, you know, there have been lately over the past 10 years, um, five to be a, a more of a push is they have moved to more credit cards at the bay, right? So people can swipe a credit card. But before that was 100% quarters. Um I, I used to take care of a, of one and we would take buckets of quarters out every couple of weeks. So there, you, you do have hoses that break. You have people that come in and vandalize all your, your stuff the the, the, I guess that uh, there's a lot of, uh, uh, certain individuals who like to use hoses for extracurricular, um, drug habits. Um, that come in and vandalize the hoses and, Hmm. and will, uh, and will think that your hose should be used for their service to partake in extracurricular activities. They don't have to do with cleaning their car. So, um, it's not a business that you can literally just buy and walk away from, which some people think you've always got to be maintaining the equipment, uh, especially in the cold, you're going to have hoses break. You got to make sure that you maintain a lot of stuff. It takes work, but yeah, I mean, those little self-serve car washes, there's no doubt you can rake out quite a few thousand dollars a month um, in cash. Um, so most of those guys don't ever really <laughs> show people how much cash they made. So that's going to be the interesting part about looking at it as a purchase is uh how much they are showing, uh, how much they can actually document. Um, I would also like to see is what are they doing for repairs? Have they kept it up? Some of those equipment rooms can get pretty nasty. If you go into an equipment room and they haven't kept up the equipment room, then you know that it's going to take a lot of work. Not that you don't want to take it, but it's just understand you're going to take a lot of work to, to get that equipment back up to speed. You see that one on uh, 91st and Sheridan that they redid, Marty? Uh, 71st, uh, let's see, 91st. No, 91st. Oh, that big self-serve. Yeah. There's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that guy had to redo all the plumbing on that. Yeah. That's the big thing too, Lucas. Like it might look good, but then sometimes the plumbing's all jacked up. 
Like I, I had her because I, me and Marty talked about, I was maybe looking at getting one, but um, I talked to a few brokers and they said like, once it hits the market, it's essentially in a sense, I mean, obviously depending on what financing terms you get, but most of them that already hit the market are a little bit overpriced. So the, the way to pick it up is if you know somebody that's wanting to sell before he puts it out to a broker. Yeah. Or just, mm. just go drive around town, dude. I, I do it all the time when we're doing mobile details and I'll just see one that looks a little bit beat up and then just write a handwritten note, stick it under the door and then wait for them to call me back. Cause most of those, most of the ones that are a little bit more run down don't really have good customer service. So they won't have a, a number on the door, but the ones that do those guys are, are keeping them cause they're, they're making good money. But I mean, I always just try to call them up and ask, be like, hey, have you ever thought about selling? And most of the time they're like, for the right price. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Mm. They, they, they won't sell, though. Um, <laughs> most of the time. Most of the time. If they have, like, if it looks really nice, kept up, they won't sell um, most of the time. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, good question, Lucas. Good question. I like that you're around there looking. I like it. I just I, I wasn't even really like looking for it. just one of those random things that popped up in my Facebook marketplace feed car wash for sale. And I was like, well, that's interesting. I better click on that. And it was one of the self-serve bays and they wanted what I think is an astronomical amount of money for a car wash. But, you know, whatever. I hope I'm not terribly interested in buying that one per se, but, you know, maybe someday, you know future business plans, see how it grows, maybe dive into the car wash business at some point. I think the little, you know, everybody's been through those lake towns through the Midwest or somewhere, mm -hmm. you know, if you've got those lake towns or wherever you got some lakes, like those little self-serve washes in the lake town. Yeah. Sign me up for one of those. There's gotta <laughs> be some of those dudes that are getting a little old. Got to. Mm -hmm. I mean, geez, we heard about a major company selling out recently. I mean, the guy was old. What do you, I mean, it was the right time for him. He sold out. Interesting who they had brought on to be their video guy over the past year or so, but now they're selling their company and, you know, interesting, but might as well. Right. So there's, there's always going to be older people that decide they want to sell their, their company. So. Yeah. I mean, Michigan is literally one big state of nothing but a Lake town. And there's mm -hmm. a lot of old people that own some shit around here. So who knows, maybe someday soon. Mm -hmm. never know and that's why you know this part of business that's why there's many listen nick's nick's story uh my partner nick nick walters his story is years ago he had been able to save a bunch of his money and then when something came available because of the tough economy because of whether it's a somebody that ages whatever you never know when you get a chance to take a shot Fortunately, he had saved some money and he got a chance to take a shot. And he said, I put everything I had into it. Right. For him, it was real estate. Okay. Car washing. A lot of times you can get the real estate also. So, you know, there's a part of business that you should save, not just spend everything you make. Right. Not just go buy stuff just because like save it so that when an opportunity comes available, you'll have cash reserves that you can put down to make a purchase because somebody might need to get out of a problem. And you've got the, you've got the youngness, you've got the ability, you've got some cash reserves and you're able to go in and change your world, completely change your life. That's what he did. Well, 
Cool question, man. I like it. I really do. I really do. All right, Derek. Time for the tab out question of the night. All righty, guys. So this one should be interesting. So what is the most epic way you've quit a detail? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Okay, so we're cleaning a car. We're not cleaning a car. All right, mine's easy. Immediately came as I started thinking about cleaning a car. I've shared the story. Uh, I was at my car wash, uh, and we had accepted a vehicle that the lady said that she had some dogs in it. And um, listen, I just had to, to I, we took the car, but then, you know, my guys complained so much that we just had to tell the lady, ma'am, I'm sorry, we're, we can't complete your detail. You got way too much dog poop in your car. But our competitor right down the street, who we oh. clearly... So, Vic, this is Auto Oasis. Now it's called Hourglass. Uh, mm. uh, this collision place bought a, a car wash. Now it's called Hourglass. But I literally competed against this other full-serve car wash that was only two miles away. So we sent this lady over to my competitor and told her that they do great with feces removal and they'll, they'll make sure to take care of her really great. You should, you Holy should go see them for the feces removal. Nice. Holy crap. Literally. Mm -hmm. Good, good one. All right. Tab out question. Lucas, do you have a most epic way that you've bowed out of a detail? Only once. Uh, I've told it on here before, I think, but it was the church minivan that came by for full interior and, I got done with half of it and then got to the back hatch and popped open the back hatch and uh, looked back there and just about every single bodily fluid you can imagine was sitting in the back hatch for some reason. <laughs> and it's the only time a car has ever made me throw up. And I, I mean, my eyes were watering from the smell. I, I couldn't stop dry heaving even to get a chemical down in the back. So I, I had to call the church and be like, hey, listen, I, I'm sorry, but... I, physically I cannot complete this, this vehicle for you. I'm not even going to charge you. I'm half done. Just come pick it up. And I, I hope you find <laughs> someone it. else. Cause I, <laughs> I physically cannot do it. Dude, I was a youth pastor back in a, a different part of my life. And yeah, those trips can get very interesting. No doubt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We took trips from Arkansas to Colorado. So trust me, I understand. <laughs> Spring break trips and everything is a blast. Uh, all right, Mac, what about you? Uh, you enjoy some dinner there at Olive Garden and ready to tab out? Yeah, man. I've got some, uh, some, some spicy uh, shrimp alfredo, so it's looking pretty good over here. Ooh, um, good choice. Yeah, yeah, looking good. Um, so one time I had, I, I had this really nice Lexus, but she was complaining about, about mold in her car. Um, and, and she said that it smelled, but when I opened the car, it didn't, it didn't really smell. And so I opened up the front. And there was this big green patch of mold. And oh. I, literally I literally closed the trunk, walked back in the door, and I handed her the keys. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, can't, I can't do anything about that. Um, and, and she ended up leaving me a bad review on my, on my Square account. And she said, well, you didn't complete the job. And I was like, oh, you know, you, it's not my fault that you're in a, in a dry climate and you still got mold right in your car. I don't know how, that, how that's possible. So. <laughs> Sounds like you got some interesting people there waiting for a meal. So, all right. Oh. Let's go over to uh, Vic. Hey, Vic, what is the uh, 
What's the detail that you have decided to bounce out of? Uh, there was, oh man, Joe's trying Joe. to right now. Joe. <laughs> Gnarly. Joe, no. Joe, no. what did you do in that car, man? Call you were sitting there and you bad. did something. What did you do, man? Like, did you That's... did you throw up in that car? Did you uh, relieve yourself? A Taco Bell diet, huh, Joe? That's the car I told you about, the Honda Fit. It wait, came wait. In. It came in like that? Yep. They oh, had I tried $1,000 too. Good Lord. They got a heater coil leak in the car, and the passenger floor sat in the sun under a tree because the sun wasn't driving it. Oh. So that's what I'm working on right now. Joe, show, show the other picture. Oh, call. oh, no. That's it? You can see it when I move it? Yes, unfortunately. Okay. I thought I saw like some butt cheeks and some okay, explosion over there. That's what I thought. I saw. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what I'm working on. The today. worst explosion I've heard about is apparently at a dealership there was a salesman um, enjoying himself with another uh, oh. worker in the back of a vehicle, and uh, yeah, asked the detailer, oh, yeah. "Hey man, uh, what just?" The- was just uh, I got one for you, Joe. Well, oh, sorry. Yeah, and Lucas, it, it sorry. came out and it was just nasty explosion all over. Oh, mm. no good. All right, Vic, was what about you, man? Uh, what's the worst vehicle that you've had to escape out of? Well, it was just we haven't had any real bad ones like like that, but luckily, but there was one where uh, this guy brought it in and uh, said it, you know, we needed it cleaned up because it had been stolen. Um, so we're like, okay. So he's like, yeah, it's not that dirty, you know. We're like, all right, cool. So we opened it up, and uh, there was a bunch of trash, and there was like crack, like crack rocks, like <laughs> under the seat and on, on the side of the dash. And I'm like, uh, yeah, dude. I'm like, I don't, I don't really, I don't really feel comfortable cleaning all this stuff for you. So we, we say predator. <laughs> ah, good job. Yeah. Nicely done. I don't know. It was just I'm like I don't want to pick up crack in my vacuum. It's not a move. No, I mean you might be tempted to, uh, you know, as you're emptying the vacuum out, take a little whiff, or you know, run a line, yeah, look, or you look know, both you know, ways. You know, you're like, oh, that, yeah. I've never seen like real crack. I've seen it on like, pop, you know? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, Vic, I'm with you, man. I've never seen real crack, but if it's been in the vacuum, it's like, uh, like what, what do I think here? <laughs> No, I'm good. I haven't done these drugs, and I don't feel like vacuuming in my The poor rigid. Yeah, because then you got it in your co- in your rigid, and you're in your van, and boy, who yeah, knows, it gets I, hot out, and it's baking no. there in the sun. I mean, you're driving around. You might enjoy that trip, though. Who knows? Yeah. And Vic, now it's your crack. If you take now it out of their car, yeah, you, it's your nice. crack. If you take it out of the car, you'll work. You'll work all night. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> you doing all the car. You work until four a.m. next day. You're like, I'm doing for hey, is, is that how you do? It? Is that how you did those? Uh, there we go. Joe used to be a clubber, Joe, and he used to Joe. work late at night. Now we yes. know it, Vic. Right now, now you good call, Vic. Good call. Things, things are adding up now. Things are adding up. So <laughs> I sold it for a living way back when my other life, like Marty's other life. 
<laughs> we had two opposite lives, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think we had two opposite lives there, man. Uh, all right, Joe Clean, what about you? Is it the one that you were posting photos and showing us? Is that the worst? Is that the one that you bowed out of? Or have you had one that you've been like, hey, listen, ma'am, I know you you trying you 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 did that ten thousand dollar Joe Clean special, but I apologize, I just can't do it. I've never had a car that I can recall that I've bowed out. Never. Ever. I had And you have work. perfect glass every time. God damn, Joe Clean. I no wonder your name is Clean in your name. Yeah. Yeah. I had yeah. the worst of the worst, Marty. And I'm telling you, and I was only charging fifty and sixty dollars to do uh, like almost want to say a full detail. Back in the day, starting in 2009, I did some crazy stuff. Yeah, so I haven't had anything I remember to the my, my wife probably will tell you if if she remembers, I'll ask her later and I'll stay on the next pub. But I can't recall anything I've ever turned down. Oh, my motto used to be that's why I don't wear shirts with collars because I don't turn down nothing. I used to say that a lot. I used to do every, any and everything. I did planes. Now I'm very selective now. Now. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All <laughs> right. Cooking with Nick. What the meal turn out? And uh, has there been a vehicle that you've ever been like, hell no, man, I can't do this. I've tried your fuse vehicle. <laughs> oh. I had Tesla, right? Like, I tried to tell him hell no, but. Well, uh -huh. Nick, Nick, what was it? It was a tent removal on a Model S, and it was a really good tent. And I don't know if the dude used like a shitload of adhesive promoter, or if it was just like some crazy, you know, adhesion tent. But it was, you know, the dual layer, like you know, good ceramic tent is. Um, it was on a Model S. It was a really old one, nose cone. Um, now I'm trying to peel the tent on this windshield, and like we had not figured out the process like at all, like. Of how to do it we didn't have a steamer at the time we didn't we we're just like experimenting trying to figure it out and i'm sitting here and it's like 6 30 p.m i'm trying to go home and i'm like dog i'm halfway through this windshield peeling this windshield it's been like two hours i've got razor blades i've got all kinds of cleaners for my bay like nothing's working and we are trying ammonia so we bought a gallon of like lemon scented ammonia and I'm trying to scrape off this residue. I got all the tent peeled, but now I'm trying to work on the residue with a razor blade, like a long handle razor blade, and just like a chemical to soften it up and just scrape it off. So I'm sitting here, rags across the dash, and straight ammonia in a bottle. Like, Dying. I'm gassing. For everybody that's like not watching it, he put his shirt over his nose. No doubt. There has you're you're right. That's the move. Before Corona, oh, before people wore masks, you're right. It was the whole, you know, stretch out your collar, throw it up over your nose, kind of you know, cup your hand the best you can and kind of breathe yeah. through your shirt. This this was pre-COVID, like just pre-COVID, like pre-mask. So I didn't have a mask, like. I'm just sitting in here gassing myself like a, a war prisoner in World War II. Like, I'm just dying. And I'm like, dude, look, just replace the windshield, a thousand bucks to the company, and several hours saved, and definitely my health. And he's like, nah, we got to get this done tonight. 
start going tomorrow. We gotta get this done. And I'm like, Nick. dog, no. Nick, what time you stay till? Sat there two more hours, just like scraping away at this windshield, you know. And it, yeah, I came out okay. The car didn't get stained from all the ammonia everywhere, which was lucky as all hell. But I, I, I tried. I really tried to get away from that one, and it, it did, it did not work. But anyway, the meal. Better luck next time. Oh damn. <laughs> Yeah, Vic, you're not used to seeing uh, cooking with yeah. Nick's meals, huh? He Dude, they're some... pretty impressive, aren't they? Mm. We had a, he made that that uh, that chicken at Mobile Tech, and I was like, God damn, Nick can cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That looked like a package meal. That looks good. Oh, <laughs> and he got the, the fancy bowl. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like you peeled it off, poked some holes in it, microwave it for three minutes, stir it up. I want to try it though, but I haven't yet. It's not bad. I did it for a little bit. It's not bad. I've heard good Good to know. You just take the recipes, man. Just take some recipes from it. That's like you're good to go usually. That's a good idea. I should do that. Yeah. Uh, all right, Derek. What about you, man? So we did. Uh, it, we ended up going to this gentleman's house, and it was like in North Jersey. And we did. I quoted this guy, gave him a price for two cars, and it's like like Joe saying people don't read. And I had everything laid out. It was good to go. We started work on the first car. We were done. I goes, he did all three cars, right? I'm like, no, man, you only asked for two. So we're going to do the second car. And, you know, this is how much it'll cost. He goes, that's way too much. I go, well, you said it was cool. So we already did the first car. He goes, well, I'm not paying that. I go, okay. I grabbed my stuff and just packed our packing stuff up. The guy's like, where are you going? I was like, bro, you, you literally just told me that you weren't paying. So this is how much it costs for the first car. If you want to do the second car, I already quoted you how much it's going to cost. And the guy basically said, you're really going to leave? I go, I'm really going to leave. Like, and I ended up just packing myself. He was being a bill, like, he was being ass about it. So I just packed up and left. And the guy I was with was like, Derek, like, you're really, because the guy was trying to get me to end up washing the next two cars for 50 bucks and like do full interiors. It was like a lot of extra work. Um, he never gave me a bad review, but I, I literally was just like, you know, I drove all the way out here. You know, you I sent you everything. Like I sent you text messages, I sent you emails, I sent you the quote. Like you had everything. Like there's no excuse. Like kind of what Joe was saying, why now all of a sudden is the debate? This is how much I was gonna. I tell you, I do it for. This is why I'm here. But if you want to play the fifty bucks, the car wash to do it up the street. I'm like, all right, well, go to the car wash soon. So, but this he is a couple you. years back. What's that one? He paid me for the one car, but it was bad. And that was that. And I just took the. He ended up paying me for the one car. It was like a work truck. It was really bad. He's like, "Oh, it's not that bad." It was bad. We did the one work truck, and then he wanted me to do his old Mercedes he had, and his wife's had a had a BMW uh, X5. They wanted all of them done for fifty bucks, and I was like, "Absolutely not, <laughs> not for fifty bucks, man." Like, and he thought, "Oh no, that's so much it costs," but not for me. Like, like I'm sorry. But that was the only time I literally quit on a detail where I was just like, I, I packed up and left. All right, so that's interesting. Let's, we're, we're an hour and a half. We don't have much time, but. We keep going. Well, 
I think Vic would probably stick around and clean that car. I think Joe Clean would probably stick around and clean that car. No, I don't uh, clean. Uh, well, I don't clean no, no you just said free, you clean cars at fifty bucks a pop. No, now you're saying no, you wouldn't do it. I, I didn't do it. Yeah. That well, was I, 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 all right, hold on, hold on. We're over talking. All right, Vic, go ahead. Vic, go ahead. Yeah. So I have them. I don't know if you guys do, but I have each client sign a, a service agreement and a lot and a liability form before we even start working on their car. Because um, in the past, like we've had cars that are, you know, a little nastier than normal. Yeah. They take longer. They take longer than what we expect them to take. So, you know, if it's going to take an extra hour than we had anticipated, then we're obviously going to get compensated for that. Um, or, you know, if there's something like an interior and it has pet hair, within, you know, on the service agreement, it says, hey, we're going to charge you for pet hair removal. So they already know in advance. Um, I mean, if they don't want to sign it, then don't detail their car so you know yeah I, this was this was a long like uh when i first started i haven't done that nothing lately the last like three or four years nothing like that's ever happened this was like five years ago this happened but mm -hmm. i i try to over explain it to them where they just know like up front like i just like and i ask like i said the dumb i ask the dumb questions like so this is for both cars and like i list everything out like but yeah. i what do you use Orbis X for your stuff? You send them like the yeah. or do you use like Square? No, we use Orbis X, and like right after we book them, it automatically sends that service agreement and liability form. We only have okay. one guy that like we've only had one guy that refused to sign it. Really? Yeah, because he, which like I mean, if they refuse to sign it, then there's there's got to be something wrong with the car. Because I mean, you know, if it's like a dirty, <laughs> like, I mean, if there's a dirty, if it's a dirty car on the outside, you know, and it, it's dirty, I mean, you don't know like once you clean it. If it has deep scratches or stuff like yes. that, so that's in the agreement. He's like, we were saying if you scratch my car, you're not liable for it. I'm like, well, sir, it says. I mean, we don't know what's on, you know, on your car. Do we clean it? Like there could be a deep scratch that you can't see when it's dirty. He's like, well, I'm not signing it then. I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> you know, have you no problem? Vic, have you ever had? And I had this happen uh, not recently, but I had a one where we had a like you said a really dirty interior. Yeah. It was a leather seat, and we cleaned the leather really good. And guess what? The dirt was covering a bunch of cracking in the leather, and we cleaned it good. Lady came out and was like, "Oh, what's all this cracking?" And I was like, "No, no, no! Like we got all the all the dirt was covering the cracking." Yeah. So that only happened one time. The NASA now, I mean, just I, you know, I, the lesson I learned from that was like I had I tell people, hey, like you know, we might clean out the stuff that's covering prior damage, but like you're you're passing like your driver's seat is gonna get the most wear and tear so but i that's good you bring that up yeah i mean i mean yeah we have a clause in there that's like quality of service like you know we'll do our best but there's certain areas that from age or whatever we can't get cleaned you know for whatever reason and i mean we always do like a pre-inspection with the client and then a post yeah so but yeah i mean there's there's always going to be at least something that you can't get 100 percent. like i mean today we had like this lady had a bunch of pet hair in her car and um like there was just no, it was like embedded. Like she didn't have a carpet mat, so it was like the uh, like the base carpet. And it was just a bunch of pet hair that there was no way to get out of there. It was like literally embedded in the fibers of the carpet. Gotcha. We're like you know we did our best, but there's still gonna be some pet hair that we can't get out. She's like, oh no, don't worry, I understand. I mean, like nine times out of ten, people are cool, but then yeah. you just have these, you just have these few sticklers, man. Like, like we had this one guy, um, he's got one of our packages that you know we charge extra for paint correction. So, you know, we just did like a exterior detail with, uh, with uh, a paint sealant on there. 
he was all mad because it was a black jeep that you know had been through some stuff you could tell you could tell <laughs> and there was like a bunch of bug guts on the front well not bug guts but bug residue like the, and the residue, like, the, yeah the etching. And, yeah etching. yeah and he's like you guys didn't you guys didn't clean that right i'm like sir this is like etching from the bugs you know like there's no way to take this off with polishing and even if we polish it like there's no telling if we could actually get this out might have etched through the clear coat he's like no I'll, well, i'm gonna have somebody redo this tomorrow you guys didn't do a good job and so he wrote this old big old review dude like he was supposed he was looking at us through the cameras and that we didn't wash his car because we didn't use soap which we don't use soap we we're rinseless guys and you know this whole thing this whole fiasco but it's like it's i found i've done the math it's usually one out of every hundred clients is a is a problem client yeah yeah <laughs> All right, Joe. So it's years ago. You're doing $50 details. Somebody has you do a full detail and then says, Hey, I want you to do my other two cars for a hundred bucks. You're turning that down. Okay. And Derek's conversation was he did one and the guy said, I thought the price you gave me was for three. So I'm not paying. Yes. yes. The moment he say he is not paying is the moment I will pack up this paper that I offer That's and what I did. Take back to the house and kick up my heels and cool them off or go That's find a that was in line before I, I wash your car because you're saying you're not paying me. I don't work for free. That's what I did. So give me my money for the first one. Hasta la vista, whatever you want to say it, baby. And I am out of <laughs> I'm serious. Like you can't get me to do anything for free and people like to play slick. Just like how Vic was saying, you know, what about these bugs? Like when they car gets clean, they want to walk around it and look at it harder than they did when they had it for years. <laughs> and it's like, That's so true. That's no, so true. Well, when they drop it off, they don't look around it, but when they paid and they're looking, boy, they're going to look and they're going to look and they're going to look. They get a little they get these little classroom sticks and be like, you know, you know how to wait do till you get a car wash, man. Just wait. Oh, just yeah. wait. Trust just me, wait. I, know, I, I paid 15 bucks for this wash. You know, I'd still got this on here. You're like $15. Yeah. I had a Joe. I had a guy. I did those, those two Volvos I did. I did the, the his car and I did his, his wife's car the following weekend. And this guy had all these rust spots on the top of his Volvo, like from him just not cleaning the car for two years. So I told him before I started, hey, look, these are these are rusted and you didn't take care of the car. It had moss all along under the like it was it hadn't been washed for two years. When I was done, this dude he paid me, but he came out and he was like, Oh, what about this? What about this? My brother, you haven't washed the car in two years. Like I, I can't fix the rust. Like you what do you want me to do? Like because he had paint chips. And then he didn't do anything about them. And then they got, they rusted. And then now all of a sudden it's like, because I'm the, he was a nice guy, but I literally was like, at one point I was like, man, like, I almost said, like, you haven't taken the car in two years. Like now all of a sudden, but okay. But he, yeah, I, I went back and did the stepdad's car. So it, it worked out, but I was literally was about to be like, bro, calm down. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's awesome. Super fun episode tonight, guys. Uh, Listen, Max got uh, a waiter busting his tail like, hey, listen, man, I thought you were tabbing out already. They already asked the tab out question. You're supposed to be tabbing out. So hey, <laughs> we got to get that table up for somebody else. Mac, thanks so much for joining us at the Olive Garden. Super fun, brother. Thanks for hopping on. Lucas, always great to see you, man. Thanks for coming in. 
Derek, great to have our question, Vic. Uh, well, we'll be out enjoying this summer heat, but we do have some thunderstorms coming in this week here in Tulsa. So oh, I got to put on the top, get my doors back on. It's a shame. I know. <laughs> we'll see you around town. Joe clean, man, brother. It's always a pleasure. Thanks so much. Cooking with Nick. You can go to it's underscore grooms and check out the way he finished out this dish. As everybody else on here said, wow, looked amazing. So Get any recipes or dishes, go to it's underscore grooms. Guys, thanks so much. Had a great time. Enjoy your week. And I hope you make it a great day. Yes, sir. All right, fellas. Night, guys. Hey, guys. See you, Marty. See you, Vic. Good to see you, brother. Hey, you too. Thanks for hopping on. Hey, this is Marshall, and wow, what a fun episode. Having some cold beers, enjoying some community. I don't, you know, maybe you want to be a part of the community. Come in, join us. It's every Wednesday night, 7.30 Central, Zoom ID 918-800-1188. Come on, come have a beer, enjoy community. Well, maybe we'll see you there. This is Marshall. Hope you make it a great day.